You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode 62. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. Giving me the fucking... I don't know what you're... I don't know what look you're giving me right now, but like a rabbit... <laughs> constipated rabbit look i'm not a constipated <laughs> rabbit you're rude i don't know what it is but yeah the, the look stop staring at me making me nervous um yeah i don't remember what i was saying Did i say it was episode 62 <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah episode 62 um we have a few topics to go over so we'll give you an overview real quick um we're gonna be talking about a possible tv anime adaption coming soon uh we're gonna talk a little bit about star wars Follow that up with the uh, Hellboy reboot. Uh, talk about some shows on Netflix. And we'll move on to a, another sequel. Shocking uh, that Hollywood's pumping out another sequel. Um, another more sequel. Sequels. More sequels. And then uh, we will finish up with a... Um, I mean, I guess we'll talk a little bit about... Like, a teeny this, tiny uh, movie. Yeah, a tiny movie. Um so, uh, for the first story, um, this comes from uh, Crunchyroll, and this actually came out on the 15th of September. Uh, essentially, this show is going to be a TV adaption of uh, Seven Senses of the Reunion. Um, some people liken it to a, a Onahana meets Sword Art Online kind of thing. Um, essentially this story is about an MMORPG that is called, uh, Union. And in this game, there's a group or a guild or whatever named Subaru that's made up of like childhood friends and elementary schoolers and stuff like that. Apparently they were really good at the game. They exceeded the limits of the game. Um, but there was some sort of incident and... During this incident, uh, somebody died. And so basically the company that ran the show, or not the show, but the game, Union, um, basically they terminated service and it closed down. So everybody went their separate ways. So then you fast forward about six years and a high schooler named Haruto logs into a, a new game that's called Reunion and reunites with a girl. Um just so happens that this girl's name is Asahi and she's an old Subaru party member. The, the hook is that, or like, you know, the shocker is that, uh, it's supposedly the childhood friend who should have passed away six years prior. So then the question is, is she a digital ghost or is she real or what? And, you know, so looking at other comments from people, um, who are familiar with this series. Um, I actually read, a, you know, several comments that said it was actually not quite like a Sword Out Online comparison, more like a Log Horizon, which, which I love Sword Out Online and friggin' really like fucking uh, Log Horizon also. So, I mean, I, you know, I hope they're not just mentioning it simply because it's an MMORPG as much as they are saying that hey look it's an MMORPG but it's also as good as these two 
shows because you know either throwing in um sword art online or log horizon you know i'm already wanting to see what the tv adaption is going to be about um i'm not super familiar with uh, the seven senses of the reunion um but I mean, I'm willing to look into it at this point and, you know, maybe give it a read. Although I'm a little hesitant because I feel like if I was to get a hold of this anime and then like read the series, which I think the sixth volume was scheduled to come out yesterday. So, um, you know, for those that actually do read the series, you probably know that the sixth, year, the sixth book came out yesterday. Um, I don't know that there's a timetable for when this is expected to release. Um, just that, you know, it has been confirmed for the uh, TV adaption. Um, but like I was saying, the reason I'm a little hesitant to say, like, go find these books and read them is because, like with any book, especially a good book or series for that matter, you read all of them and then you have this high expectation because, you know, of all of these things that you've thought of in your mind as to how certain stuff is supposed to look, feel, or, you know, there's a lot of great detail in the book that you think, you know, shouldn't be changed. And then comes, you know, like the movie version or whatever. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why'd they cut that out? Why is this different? Like, this isn't the, per this isn't the thing I imagined for that. I don't think anime is like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I know it's not, I mean, I don't know that it's going to be, you know, like a shot for shot. Um, you know, I mean, I think there might be some changes, but, I mean, yeah, you do make up a good point. You know, obviously doing something that's live action has its limitations as far as how it's going to compare to, you know, a novel or a comic or a book or whatever. In anime, obviously it's a little easier to replicate those crazy far-fetched things that, you know, you would read about, you know, in a novel or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, they definitely have that... Um. What's the word? They definitely have the ability to not have those kind of things happen. So, I mean, I don't know. Still have reservations anyways. Just because, I don't know. You, you always see that happen. You, you with, with uh, any adaption of anything to a certain extent. Although, like you said, I don't think anime's... You're probably right. Anime's probably not like that. And I probably have nothing to worry about. But, <laughs> but... What's that, that, I'll, I'll, I'll use that fucking um, annoying saying that people say like about things that like aren't too serious, but they use it. I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about this one. Lame. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be cool. I'm definitely going to, you know, keep an eye out for it. Um, but again, the volume uh, volume six came out yesterday. So check it out. Um so we move on to the next story, which we got from uh, comicbook.com, and um, the whole the whole basis of this story, without going into like the meat and potatoes of, of the whole thing, is that J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to write and direct Star Wars Episode Nine. Now, some people would be happy about that, like they were initially when he was tapped for the previous movie. But then, you know, after people saw the previous movie, now that he's being tasked with writing and directing this next one, now people are like, you know, hitting the abort button and are super pissed that J.J. Abrams is going to write and direct this next one. 
And I mean, there's a lot of people that would rather, <laughs> I mean, from what I've seen online is that there are a lot of people who would rather just see George Lucas fucking directed. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know how likely that well, is. I mean, why would he? Um, but I mean, I don't know that J.J. Abrams did that bad of a job in the last movie. I thought the last movie was decent. Yes, there were a lot of comparisons to episode four, um, in terms of like the story arc, I guess. I mean, like he stole the plot line. Yeah, I mean, there were there were obviously a lot of, you know, basically similarities. Like the whole thing. Not like the I mean, it was the eh. whole thing just changed some names. Mm, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Basically. <laughs> I mean, I just okay. So, let's let's ignore episode 4 for a second. Like you're not a huge Star Wars fan, but you're like kind of interested in just seeing the movie and the franchise whatever. You live under a rock. You go see this, you go see episode, um, was it eight? You go see episode eight, whatever. You go see the movie. What do you, I mean, you see it and without having seen episode four, I mean, what's your opinion of it? It was good. What? It was good. Well, I. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. So, all right. So it he, was good, but see, everyone built it up, and then freaking what's that other one that came out? Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That was the movie everyone was hoping the other one was gonna be. Like they don't compare. Like it was just so having him come back and just kind of. I just think people have a higher expectation for the Star Wars movies after seeing Rogue One. They want more of that. They don't want more rehash, rehash, rehash. Right. I get that. I mean, I think I kind of messed up on some of the numbers when I was talking about episodes. But what I'm saying is that, like, he, you know, he directs this this last film. And I thought he did a really good job. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of similarities. There were a lot of comparisons. And that in itself pissed a lot of people off. But the thing is, the cinematography, like, you know, overall, the story was the story was cool. You know, and he, and he was kind of starting anew, like with a whole new cast. I mean, so it was gonna. It was a huge task to take on when you're talking about a fan base as loyal as a Star Wars fan. So, I mean, either way, I See, think it, that people would though, be pissed because when he did the Star Trek movie and he had the R two floating out in the you know in space, kind of just like trash, and everyone got all mad because they were like, "Oh, he's such a fanboy! Like he just needs to go do Star Wars movies and stay out of the Star Trek realm." Like, yeah. and then they gave him Star Wars, and then all the Star Wars people were like, "Oh, go kick rocks! We hate you!" Like because he, he really did the Star Trek stuff. You know, he really can't win, and he's not like a horrible person. Like his movies don't really suck. It's just kind of. I don't know. He's picking these movies that have these huge, you know, fan bases that he kind of he's not going to win. Like wherever he goes, he's he's not going to win. Well, you know, the, yeah, the people are very dedicated. I mean, arguably, there are a ton of people in either fan base that know more than probably some of the writers of some of these uh, you know, genres because they've gone into such great detail that 
you know, on some level, they're like, oh, well, he wrote all these things here, but this isn't answered, but this is what I think happened. And they're like, well, shit, I never even thought of that. But, you know, that's the kind of people you're dealing with. And so when... Yeah, they're the ones that read all the books and then go to the <laughs> conventions and go, and comic book number 142 in this specific, you know, shot, but then in this one, it looks like this. And R- well, you know, like, a good uh, example, a good example is Galaxy Quest. <laughs> no, Galaxy Quest is a fantastic movie. It stars Tim Allen and, you know, basically, um, you know, not to get too off tangent, but, you know, in this movie, this uh, this group of people, you know, did a television show um, that's kind of like a Star Trek knockoff. And, um, you know, then it turns out that, you know, these people in space think that this was a legitimate thing and that it wasn't a TV show. And they come down to ask for help because their people are basically being exterminated by another alien race. And... You know, so, but Tim Allen's character is, like, a drunk, has been, like, he's, you know, been unemployed, just doing, like, con, you know, a lot of convention shit with these guys, and they're they're all out of work, but, like, he was the only one that had a lot of success compared to the other ones. And, you know, the there's a lot of fans that are constantly showing up to all these different conventions, asking him all these detailed questions about, you know, well, this wasn't answered in this episode or this episode, you know, and then you fast forward to you know, um, the, you know, toward the end of the movie where they need help about like navigating, you know, the starship, you know, to, to defeat, um, you know, this alien race or whatever. And these fans know everything. They have the schematics for this pretend ship and they know the timing sequences of all the stuff in the hole and, they, they knew everything. They, they even theorized, you know, what this machine did in the in the spaceship that hadn't even been addressed in the show because it got canceled and so those are the though that's the type of fans that we're talking about so i mean i think jj abrams is going to do a good job um i mean as good as anybody else could and you know to me this guy being a fan of the franchise wants to do a good job i think naturally anybody who takes a job wants to do a good job but yeah. I think if you were to just get an, another director um, that doesn't have as much of an emotional investment, that they wouldn't be as good or you wouldn't see as much passion in it. Although I could be completely wrong. You know, there could be somebody that made other sci-fi movies that might just have a fresh take on where they think this next movie should go and would be um a refreshing new perspective that might make fans happy it's hard to say either way but i i just feel like with the movie that you know jj abrams has already done and his track record in, in star trek i i'm not a, i'm not a trekkie but i love the movies he did so um yeah i think it's in good yeah. hands and i think just a lot of people just need to chill the fuck out but that's just my opinion I think it'll be fine. Yeah. So, um, we'll stop talking about that and move on to this next article that we got at uh, Nerdist. And um, this one focuses on um, Hellboy and the reboot for Hellboy. I mean, personally, I don't know that it necessarily needed a full reboot. I felt like the other Hellboy movies were pretty good. And they could have just, you know, continued on with that series. Now, we've talked about Hellboy before. And, you know, there was some 
question as to whether or not they were going to, you know, keep Ron Perlman or not. And it turns out they didn't. They did not keep Ron Perlman as much as a lot of fans wanted him to stay around. Yeah, he is pretty old. And, uh, you know, so they were looking for somebody else to fill those shoes. I mean, although Ron Perlman's old, you know, I do mean he was like the perfect tall boy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's almost the equivalent of like at some point, you know, Hugh Jackman's going to be too old to be Wolverine. You know, are people just going to stop playing Wolverine? No, they're going to find somebody else. But he is the perfect Wolverine. So, right. you know, I, I mean, I think that's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't think it's that they but just don't want. they are trying to want... reset right. Wolverine's storyline. I mean. Well, I mean, fucking. Look at Look it. what Fox has done. I mean, there could have been a million awesome X-Men movies, except there's only like one. Maybe two. So, um. I mean, them resetting that fucking franchise is, you know, a godsend. Whereas, like, Hellboy, not so much. Um, but anyways, you know, they've they've cast a new guy. And the guy that they've cast is uh, David Harbour. And for those of you familiar with David Harbour, you've probably seen him in uh, Stranger Things. Um, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, what the fuck? Um, Netflix, awesome problem. show. 80 style Goonies scary show slash awesome. I don't know. Well, how would you synop- provide a synopsis for that show? I think I kind of That's fucked it up. It. Like, but yeah, yeah okay, 80s. whatever. It goes, it's it's a good show. It's fun. So, um, you know, with that being said, this guy's gonna play Hellboy, and so Nerdist uh, posted a photo. He's the sheriff. You didn't get to that part though. He's... Oh yeah, I didn't. I, I, yeah, right. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he was in Stranger Things. But somebody's gonna be like, fuck, he's in Stranger Things. But I don't know what duty is. He's one right. of the kids. <laughs> yeah, the cast one of the kids. It's gonna be Baby Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, the Nerdist posted a photo um, of of him in makeup, full makeup, and it looks good. I mean, he looks. He looks like a decent Hellboy. Fucking damn near looks like Ron Perlman. Um, there's a, a lot of close similarities. Now, the photo of him, it has his hair down, which I hope it's not down like the whole movie because it kind of looks stupid. But, I mean, there were... there were. Why does it matter? I mean, it's just hair. I know, it's just hair, but I think it looks stupid. Um, you know, but with that, with, that, with that being said... It's just hair. No, but it looks dumb. It does He looks like... It he looks, looks fucking greasy, like stupid. It looks like... He just looks like um. He's guy. Hellboy. Hellboy should be like intimidating looking, not all fucking like greasy and So what's dumb. he supposed to do? Put it in a man bun? Hellboy has it in a man bun. Yes, he does. There's lots of fucking photos of him with his hair in a man bun. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. In a ninja bun or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah. Yes. What? You think it doesn't? It just looks like he's supposed a to A greasy his, biker with red makeup. He's supposed to have hair done like that. No, and I don't know. Just, I, I mean, okay, looks like. if this is Hellboy after he gets out of the shower, uh, you know, because his hair's all wet and he needs to let it dry out before he puts it in the man bun, <laughs> then that's dumb. totally cool, right? I'm totally cool with that, but anyway. not, not not for, like, fight Hellboy. Fight uh-huh. Hellboy needs a motherfucking shit in a ponytail. That's just my opinion. Obviously, we differ in this opinion, but I think it's, it's just important. Hair. No, it doesn't. You put fucking a trench coat on him and two guns and you have that stupid hair and I'm going to I'm going to be a little less afraid of him. But if he puts it in the man bun, you see the jaw structure, you see the anger and you know just he just looks more intimidating. I'm I'm a little more scared of him then. What are you giving me the long blink for? It's just hair. Whatever. I I, I don't know. I See so here's a full photo of him. 
Yeah, like, it still just looks like hair. Still looks cool. Hair still <laughs> looks weak. But uh, aside from that, pretty cool. Um, the way he looks, um, I think, is kind of what I was hoping for, you know, because I'm like, oh, shit, you know, somebody, they're going to cast somebody. It's going to look, like, completely different from, like, the Hellboy we're used to seeing. And then you're just kind of just... You're going to be like, oh, well, I have low expectations for this next series, but... He looks you know, exactly the same. Yeah. At least they got the look right. Obviously, all we can hope for now is that... A man the, bun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can hope for a man bun first, <laughs> and then we can hope for a good storyline second, and then Fingers we can... <laughs> and then we can hope for a good director <laughs> third, right? So, um, so man bun first, then good storyline, <laughs> then good director, in that order. Um, uh-huh. but anyways, I, I think that, uh, he, he, he looks like you, you want him to look, um, very similar to Ron Perlman. Um, I mean, obviously probably not going to sound like Ron Perlman, but whatever. That would be creepy. <laughs> like if they had Ron Perlman do the voice and like he just lip synced it, they could do that. Then what would be the point? Because he'd be the younger guy that can do all the cool stunts and not get broken like Ron Perlman, but you still have the fucking deep voice like Ron Perlman making all the, you know, the cool no. little... No? Okay, whatever. Shoot! Shut me down! Shut me down then. Fine. Whatever. But yeah, looks cool. Check it out on Nerdist. We'll probably share it on the Facebook page or something. Um, let's see here. Now, we're moving on to some Netflix shows. And uh, so next wish, I said Netflix. I corrected myself. Jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this next show um, was <laughs> when we watched <laughs> it, it was pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, it's definitely not safe for work when you're watching uh, the video. It is posted on Netflix and it's a show called Big Mouth. Um, the whole show is about a girl's. A girl growing up. Her um, hormones. Yeah, her, her a girl getting uh, her hormones, uh, just uh, becoming, you know, moving on from that cute young lady that, you know, every daddy wants to stay a little girl <laughs> and then turns into that, you know, Bitch. little beast that <laughs> fucking like damn near, uh, you know, like a two-sided person, you know, sweet one minute and fucking... You know, screaming at you the next and yeah. um, just like super emotional and moody and this whole thing. And uh, the emotions <laughs> is like a, a character in itself that looks, um, it almost She's looks like an old 80s um, monster. I can't think of what it's from. I don't want to say Fraggle Rock, but it's a weird looking beast. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a very it's feminine like a combination of some eighties beasts. Yeah. It's uh like the where the wild things are is what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. You know, it almost looks like a, a like a monster from where the wild things are. I mean, obviously not as large. I mean it's about the same size as the child, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, you know, and it's a very um effeminate uh character that is almost like an imaginary being, but it represents the girl's hormones and you know, is kind of telling the girl how to act this way and, you know, to do this and to do that and to do these things that, you know, like calling the parents by their name instead of mommy and daddy and, 
you know, as soon as your mom comes in here, just yell and scream and then tell her to fuck off and then bury your pillow, bury your face in the pillow and cry till you don't have any more tears, you know, and in the, the, uh, the little girl does it and you're just like, holy shit. Like, this is nuts. Um, the cartoon is, um, I mean, it's a, it's a not comparable to Rick and Morty in terms of like, you know, Rick and Morty awesomeness, but just as far as like cartoons that are like not For kid cartoons. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely, this is, this seems like a grown up cartoon. This isn't something you want to like, Hey kids, you go watch Netflix and uh, watch this cute no. cartoon. You're going to be fucking shocked when your kids like, like get out of my fucking room, Barbara. And you're like, um, where'd you get that from? And then it's like from the Netflix show, Big Mouth. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that insight. You're awesome. Um, you, you pretty <laughs> much said the whole thing. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, what do you think about it? It looks funny. I already said that. Yeah, it looks um funny and uh, stuff. So then uh, we'll move on. So anyways. <laughs> okay, so we move on to the... Uh, Next uh, topic that is from popculture.com, and it deals with yet another Hollywood sequel because Hollywood has no more original ideas um, or has nearly none. Now, this is a story about Jamie Lee Curtis returning for a Halloween sequel in 2018. Because they need more of those. There are fucking way too many Hollywood films. I mean... Everybody was like, oh my god, like 10 years ago when she reprised her role for a Hollywood sequel, and it's like, another one? Again? Same thing? We're we're getting hyped for this when it was like already done forever ago? I mean, what the fuck? Like They're the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, oh, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, they're doing the sequel, but at least they're bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis because, you know, she's, you know, it, it's it's Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, yeah, hey, Jamie Lee Curtis is a good actor. And, you know, that's cool and everything. she doesn't do anything anymore. She doesn't even do those yogurt commercials anymore. <laughs> so she must need some money. That's why they're doing another one. Oh, my God. She's like, she oh, even... Activia, it didn't renew my contract, so let's do a Halloween movie. Well, she, This is probably a better option than uh, going to a bunch of conventions and selling her photos for $100. Probably. Yeah, she probably just doesn't want to pay for all the uh, extra PRL that it's going to take to wash her hands after she shakes every fan. Shakes every fan's hand. She's going to shake fans? <laughs> I don't know. I meant to say shake their hands. Wow. But, I mean, she could shake the fans, too. Like, I, you know, she would be like, I'm going to pay you $100. I want you to just grab my shoulder and shake me. Shake me. Like, That's baby. That's weird. No? I don't know. I think it's going to be stupid as fuck. I'm Isn't definitely... she, like, 90 now anyways? Like... Yeah. I mean, the photo that they have for her, like, she looks dated. She looks like Carol. Yeah, she does. She looks like Carol from The Walking Dead. Or does Carol look like her? I guess she would look like her since Carol's the younger one. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I think it looks uh, looks like it's gonna be stupid. It's gonna be the same thing. It's it, to me. This is like akin of like a fucking. You know, I mean, I'd I'd rather see like Jason versus Freddy in space three. I just or something. See Scary Terry get a full length. Yeah, Maybe, that'd be awesome. Yeah, de- definitely. I don't I know. I would see that over Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely scary see Terry a full-length uh, Scary Terry 
uh, film. That would be cool. Yeah. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> but he says he can run, but we can't hide. Maybe we shouldn't listen to him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> So, yeah, this is dumb. I think it's going to be stupid. Definitely going to waste my money for this. If you want to, that's totally cool within your right. But I would suggest maybe just waiting until it comes out on, like, Redbox or something. Because I think it's going to be stupid as fuck. Wow. <laughs> I just, it just. Because it's all about fucking, you. Oh, oh, yeah. But the release date's going to be October 19th, 2018. Big shock, right? It's going to come out, like, a week before fucking Halloween. Well, that would make sense. They're supposed to release it for Thanksgiving. Here's a wholesome family movie. Go see Halloween. Well, I don't know. Maybe they should just like think outside of the box. A movie called Halloween doesn't have to come out before Halloween. It can come out fucking during Christmas or something, it's right? Maybe the summer blockbuster. Because everybody wants to have yeah, summer blockbuster. Put it in July, right? Right. Put it against Transformers. Transformers would win. <laughs> yeah, I know it would. It's completely stupid, but yeah. I mean, obviously, I know it has to be during fucking October, whatever. I'm not, you know. I mean, the, the marketing manager would fucking get fired if he didn't do that. Duh. Duh. I'm going to drink more of my Cider Boys Mad Bark um, cider. Uh-huh. What? You're just jealous because you don't have any. Yeah. It's almost time to... Oh, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we move on to another story Dang. from popculture.com. And this one I'm super excited about. It has to do with um, John Wick, Chapter 3, getting the official release date. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like anyway. tapping your fingers. The, uh, the, the, the date of uh, release for uh, John Wick, Chapter 3 is going to be May 17th, 2019, according to THR. That is awesome now the thing is is it obviously being in may it's going to be a summer release which that's not summer that's spring it's fucking summer spring may june july it's summer it's not spring that's a fucking summer release. Uh, summer is june july and august but it's considered a summer release date because schools are being let out by that time and shit no yeah it's true yeah because john wick applies to school-age children well, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's summer. <laughs> God damn. What's your deal? What's your deal? Trying to argue with me? <laughs> no, don't argue with All me. All the time. Okay, so anyways, um, this this sucks for, I mean, I like that it's, I like that we have a release date period, but this movie is going to end up getting pitted against uh, a Disney film uh, that you might know as the uh, Avengers movie. Um, so with that said, you know, there's a little bit of concern that, uh, this movie being pitted up against a movie like that, um, so close in proximity is maybe going to affect the sale, possibly the franchise. Um, just because it will, and probably it means that he's going to die. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they're like, Hey, look, we can't fucking kill this cash cow. We got to make fucking seven John Wicks, right? No, I think he's going to go out in a blaze of glory in this one. I don't know. It's hard to say, man, because Keanu Reeves, he makes really good movies, and he's not afraid to die in them. So I really hope it doesn't get cut short. That's I don't know. If saying. it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I think he is. He's going in this one. Fucking too. shut up. No, it can't happen. Yeah. It won't happen because it it's John Wick, and the only person who can kill John Wick is John Wick. He will. No, not unless it's like Bill and Ted, and they use the fucking time box. Everybody's so. trying to kill him. Well, I mean, Everybody. Bill and Ted could kill him because they have the time machine. Yeah, 
the but telephone the two booth. wieners, they're not going to kill him. They'd I know, like, they wouldn't. They would have to just, like, land it on him. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, um... Reaching for the stars, eh? Yes, I'm reaching for the stars. So, um, basically the premise for this movie, in case you didn't know, is just that it's going to go into a little bit, uh, or a lot more detail as far as, um, you know, the background of, you know, the criminal, uh, like the criminal element that you deal with. I mean, you kind of saw it go a little bit deeper in terms of, you know, going to a different continent, um, in, uh, John Wick 2, but you're going to start to see, you know, all of these other criminal elements in like different areas of the world and them kind of introducing, um, a lot more in depth of like how this shadowy syndicate works in terms of, uh, you know, the high table and the elements related to that. So, um, I think obviously the direction it's going is great. Yeah. There's a lot of people trying to kill him, but again, He's fucking gotten himself out of all kinds of shit just from being like super skilled. The other thing that um this this movie's gonna focus on is a little bit about like, you know, like where John Wick comes from and you know, like what his background is, which is gonna be cool because obviously it doesn't really explain much in the first movie or even the second movie. So getting some background about who he is, um, you know, and how he became who he is now is something cool. Although you know, with that being said, let's say he does die in John Wick 3. Megan still do a fucking John Wick movie. Prequel It is a movie before the original John Wick that focuses on him as like, you know, fucking some special ops dude that, you know, gets out of the government killing game or whatever. Like, there's still a way to do a fucking cool, compelling John Wick movie, you know, that shows... You know, whatever he started doing up to where he becomes the John Wick that everybody knows going into the first John Wick, right? So, fuck, even if he dies, I'm still going to get a John Wick movie. Boom. Because you know Hollywood's not going to shy away from a fucking prequel. Not if it's going to make money. I'll even write that story. Maybe. I'll fucking write it. And I'm going to copyright it and fucking submit it over and be like, yeah, I want you to make my John Wick movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan like J.J. Abrams. So I know everything. Everybody's going to want to make my movie. Right. It'll happen. You mm-hmm. wait. You just wait. So, you know, with that said, like Amanda said, I don't think it, I don't think people are going to have too much to worry about um, as far as that movie being released uh, in close proximity or like even the same weekend as The Avengers, just because you're talking about two different audiences. And me, me personally, obviously I'm going to go see The Avengers movie, but I'm going to go see fucking John Wick too. Like if I have to go, you know, see two movies... Uh, on one weekend, I'm going to do it. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other people that are too. Um, they're two different movies. I mean, if you were talking about like, oh, DC's releasing the movie the same time Marvel is. Uh, well, DC, you better <laughs> fucking put a different goddamn date on that shit because you're going to get your ass kicked in. They you know? would never so, do that. Yeah, so, you know, if it was something like that, then obviously, you know, there'd be some level of concern. But, you know, comparing a John Wick movie to an Avengers movie, I just think it's not there. That's like comparing like a rom-com to like you know an avengers film you know if somebody wants to get you know fucking laugh and see some silly movie they'll go see the fucking rom-com not avengers although avengers does have funny shit in it so maybe it would have something uh some level of worry but yeah that movie comes out again may 17 2019 marker calendars Uh uh-huh whatever i impressed you
So, um, moving on to our final topic. Um, this one, uh, you know, surprisingly, uh, an original film, it seems. Uh, this movie has a tiny Matt Damon. And this is actually posted on Movie Clips on Facebook. And this is the first trailer for a film that's coming out called Downsizing. And it stars Matt Damon. And um, that's Kristen Wiig, right? Yes. So Kristen Wiig is his wife. And the story is that um, science has developed a way to shrink people to a crazy size, about the size of a fucking G.I. Joe. And they can conduct the procedure to make you that small, but it's irreversible. And in the movie, um, this procedure is kind of being sold as like a, hey, look, you can help save the Earth if you downsize because... You know, you're, you know, you're going to use less resources and all these kind of things. So it's going to be better, um, you know, for Earth if you're, you know, have less of a carbon footprint kind of bullshit. Um, you know, so there are people that kind of jump on that bandwagon. The other thing is, too, is that when they're, you know, Matt Damon and Kristen Wiig's character are getting like a consultation from somebody who is like interviewing them like pre-procedure because they're just thinking about it. Um, it's being explained to them that like, okay, you have this much money in the bank, but when you downsize, say eighty, ninety thousand dollars translate into like six point two million. So now all of a sudden you're a fucking millionaire that can afford all kinds of shit because, you know, you know if you're buying a house as a tiny person, you can build a huge mansion and it's not going to take nearly as many resources as it would in real life. So. You know, these people that are downsizing, um, they end up not having to work anymore because now they're all millionaires. They all have huge fucking mansions because they're basically living in massive dollhouses. And, you know, they have cars that are basically, you know, little electric RC cars. And, you know, all kinds of different people are downsizing so much that there's little cities. You know, there's like a little city and it has a fucking... You know, it has chain restaurants and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's just like living in any regular L.A. city because you have nightclubs and restaurants and movie theaters and all this stuff. All these things are being shrunk. So, you know, from an from an element perspective, you're still in your element, you know, um, which seems compelling. Um, at one point, they're on like a bus or something. And there's sections of buses and, like, airplanes that are for tiny people so they can still fly to other locations. I think, Interesting. Yeah, it seems cool. Uh, there was one thing, though, is somebody was saying, hey, so, you know, these people are, like, eating food and all this kind of stuff. And obviously that it's some, you know, on some level attracts bugs. So what happens when these bugs show mm-hmm. up? Like, are they going to get, like, fucking eaten up by, like, roaches or ants or any of that stuff? Because they're going to be, like, massive in comparison. That's true. Um, I mean, they're not going to be quite that... I mean, I think a human will still be able to squish it. I mean, even being the size of a G.I. Joe, because you're still talking about... I mean, they're still going to be... You know, G.I. Joe's still fucking smaller than, or bigger than a roach. You know, it's still bigger than a fucking ant. Mm-mm. Yeah? I mean, let's talk about a big old water bug or something. Like, 
There are huge roaches. They are uh, bigger than G.I. Yeah, Joe's. No, a G.I. Joe, like the old G.I. Joe's. Not um, like a little fucking green G.I. Joe. Yeah. Like a little green army man. There are roaches that are bigger than that. No, yeah. I don't think you're ridiculous. No, there's probably not. I mean, okay, lengthwise, maybe it's still squish it. You probably and just have spiders? to beat it with your little baby bat or something. No, they'd be huge. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ultimately i think that you know these little cities and are probably bees, they'd be like <laughs> well see i don't think they're gonna be out like in an open element i mean i haven't seen it in the trailer but to me it would make sense if they were gonna make this utopia that they would have some sort of like vacuum seal where it's you know there's no bugs or any of that bullshit so that it doesn't endanger any of these people you on some that. level i mean but I don't know how it would work exactly. Obviously, that technology doesn't exist, and there's a lot of fucking well, yeah, hurdles that you'd have to jump. Um, you know, but the idea seems pretty neat. I, the, I guess the question is, is let's say that this technology was developed um, in real time. Would that be something that you would consider doing? No. Like, let's say we, we, you know, we have all this money, and then they say, hey, look, if you have all this money and you downsize, you're going to have an exponential amount of money that you're never going to have to work again and you'll be able to live in a big mansion and live out your days you know fucking drinking alcohol by a little beach and fucking just living a life of leisure would that be something that you would consider or would you be much happier just i don't be a tiny speck you'd be the size of a gi joe not a tiny speck no So, um, I mean, me personally, I couldn't do it either. I mean, it's irreversible. I mean, what happens? You're like, oh shit, that seems like a fucking great idea, right? You do it, and then you're like, holy fuck, what did I do? You know? Yeah. To me, that just seems like way too big of a commitment. I mean, shit, people get a fucking tattoo, and then they fast forward 10 years, and they're like, fuck, I need to get this lasered off. You know? You can't reverse Mm -hmm. this your body is baby size and you're fucked so i think the idea the story looks cool i i I would would like to watch it in theaters uh somebody was joking that like okay so at what point does the government spend like billions of dollars to try to rescue matt damon you know because in like every movie like the past couple of movies he's done whether it's the movie where he's like where he's gone to mars or God damn it. Where's that other one? The other one, um Come on. Which one is it? There's a couple of movies. There's know. like two or three movies where like the government's always fucking No? God damn it. I know what the person's talking about that posted the post about all the movies he's been in where every he's constantly getting fucking rescued. I, I just thought know. it was hilarious. I can't think of them offhand, but you know what I'm talking about if you've seen a, bu- a bunch of Matt Damon movies. I'm just saying. It looks funny. Just or saying. I thought it I thought it was funny. But, and it's, uh, the thing is, too, is, like, looking at this trailer, like, there's a little freeze frame of, like, Matt Damon with Kristen Wiig. He has a creepy Santa face. <laughs> he has this creepy face where it looks like he's about to say, Matt Damon. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Definitely gonna see this movie in theaters. You know what would be, you know, be super fucking cool? Is if, uh, so... Amanda and I found out about this service that a lot of people probably found out about because um, everybody signed up for it, evidently. And um, now everybody's having a hard time like getting their actual membership card sent to them. 
it's a movie pass and uh if you want to know more about it go to moviepass.com and uh for ten dollars a month they send you a card that's kind of like a mastercard visa that you use to reserve um movie tickets online and they affiliate with a bunch of different movie theaters so you can get two tickets as long as it's a like regular price it doesn't cover imax or anything like that um or 3d movies but you can get two regular tickets whether um you know it's matinee or after matinee that you can pick up at the movie theater and use that card and movie pass will basically pay it for so for ten dollars a month you can go see eight movies if you want with a movie pass and only pay the ten dollars that you paid a movie pass now i just got my movie pass probably about four days ago i signed up like a month ago um amanda signed up about like an hour after i signed up and she still hasn't gotten her movie pass yet and so we're like god damn it we want to fucking go to the movies together i mean technically we could we could go to the movies together because all i have to do is pay for her <laughs> but i mean if we don't have to because all i have to wait is like two more days for a movie pass to come you know that's what we'll do it could be two to three weeks according to their email yeah i don't know I, all i know is like we need to hurry up and get our goddamn movie passes i mean it's an incredible deal you think about it I mean, even if you only went to two movies a month, you you and your significant other, you're going to pay easily like 20, 22 bucks. I mean, even during matinee, you're going to pay like 15-ish. And so you do that twice a month, you're looking at 30 bucks, you know, between 30 and $45. But if you have a movie pass, you're paying $20. You're paying half, half the price. And then... That's just if you're seeing two movies. Shit, if you're seeing four or five, you're saving a crap ton. If you see every single movie that, you know, new movie that comes out and you're actually utilizing your pass, you're saving a crap ton of money. And then if you're sneaking all of your candy and your drinks in the movie theater, all those savings added up. Oh my goodness. Right. Just make sure your spouse brings a big old purse. I mean, but don't be one of those people that like tries to sneak in like a whole fucking like tray of Chinese food or you know, like, try to sneak in, like, sushi rolls and fucking, like, yeah. dipping sauces and stuff. Like, I'm talking, like, you know, just, like, a bag of candy and, like, a soda or whatever. And then don't be obnoxious. Like, pick up your fucking trash and throw it in the trash can. But that's just, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, uh, we have nothing else to talk about. I'm just uh, rambling at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, downsizing looks super cool. Definitely go see it. Um, or we'll go see it, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll tell you how fucking terrible it is. Um, or how great it is. Or good. So um that uh basically wraps up um episode 62 um thanks for listening shit we're you know we're like a month out from fucking blizzcon cool are you pumped yeah super pumped so uh yeah thanks for listening episode 62 jesse with amanda mm -hmm. <laughs> you give me those <laughs> you keep giving me those motherfucking eyes i'm gonna be like Rah! uh so thanks guys <laughs> bye